So here's the deal, please. For the love of all that is holy. Like, subscribe, and or follow This Is Truly News at Podchaser, Anchor FM, and Deezer. And then have your friends like or subscribe and or follow. And if they don't use those three, they can do iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, or Player FM. But do that today because I'm running out of ways to try and make it sound interesting. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. As far as you know. A botched legal description of a piece of property means the city of Brooksfield, Florida, Uh-oh. accidentally sold its water tower. Well, that's a fine. How do you do? <laughs> Luckily, the accidental buyer, Bobby Reed, agreed. How do you stumble into buying and or selling a water tower? I shall tell you. Okay. He agreed to deed the tower back to Brooksville when the mistake came to light. Mighty nice of him. It turns out during the closing, Reed told city officials he thought the legal description was more extensive than what he was intending to buy. But officials signed over the property anyway, using the legal description they had. Several. Yeah. Uh, We don't have to actually check on it. Oh, no, this is the one we're no. Oh. Several days later, when Reed went to the Hernando County Property Appraiser's Office to get an address for his Wasn't new that business an location. The Hernando, Hernando County Appraiser's Office. Yes, it was. No, Fernando, but never mind. It was Fernando? Yeah. I don't think so, because Valenzuela yeah. was done playing way before Abbas. Yeah, but he was a stud. That's true. He was. Uh, you know, he I've was... seen his hometown. Really? Yep. Fernandoville? Yep. It's been renamed. <laughs> of course, I see the- they named a whole country after him, Valenzuela. Uh, <laughs> in any case, um, let's see. Please, I'm not trying to be. <laughs> address all your letters to Scott and we'll be yeah, fine. And I'll handle you. Uh, anyway, he tried to get a new address for his new business location. He was told that the parcel he bought included the entire water tower site. Now it's a big fiasco and the city council looks like a bunch of idiots. You know, it's nice to see that politicians, even part-time ones in a town, are just like the ones we elect to Washington. Living up to the same low standards set previously. So thank you to to Swing You and Clubhouse Email. They have given me stories two weeks in a row now, and it's about golf. And I mean, honestly, how often is golf weird? Not often, but occasionally. For those of you who follow professional golf, women or men, Monday qualifiers. Oh, yeah. Big names never worry about this. If you're in the top whatever, you just go to the tournament. Your sponsors take care of everything. If you're not, I mean, even if you're on one of the minor tours, Corn Ferry or Symmetra, Monday qualifiers. Mm-hmm. As you guessed, these are people looking to make golf their life's work. So you may have figured it out. There can be some high drama. So we go to yesterday, June 14th, Sand Creek Station Golf Club, Newton, Texas. Corn Ferry Tours Wichita Open this coming weekend. Oh, yeah. Ryan French writes for the Fire Pit Collective. It's kind of the golf world's Monday qualifier quarterbacks Bible sort of thing. Oh, yeah. They have regaled audiences for a while with the close calls and the breakthroughs and that sort of thing. This is going to be a little different. According to French's story, two pros, Austin Daly, Derek Fribbs, were paired with an amateur, Luke Smith a member of the University of Tennessee, Martin. He had his father, Oliver, on the bag. For the uninitiated... Boy, that makes it heavy. Yeah, Monday qualifiers are a big deal, and the only way you really get to the tournament is you really... You have to go low. You don't worry about beating anybody else. You just shoot the lowest freaking score you can. 
which means chances are taken on almost every hole because you want to get there. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, the boys started off at 810 and we're not doing well. And when you have a sluggish start, you know what that means? You slow down a little. B. So in an effort to speed up play, and as common courtesy dictates, if a ball goes off somewhere it shouldn't, which golf balls have been known to do? On their own, it, without any prodding from me. Oh, no, you 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 were the initial prodder. <laughs> oh, okay. But it wasn't an intentional prod. I'm the prod. Amazingly for you is amazing to me, because normally you will prod someone to the drop of a hat. Anyway, par three, seventh hole, Sand Creek Station. According to Fribs, Mr. Daly hit his tee shot. These are the two pros, right? Fribs and Daly. Mm -hmm. Daly hit his tee shot off the green. Fribs assisted him in the search for the ball. Neither of the Smiths bothered to assist in the search. That would be the amateur and his daddy caddy. Mm -hmm. After the completion of the hole, Daly allegedly said something to the Smiths. The main idea being, you know, it's only common courtesy to help look for the ball so that we can speed up play. That's when Fribs said things went i don't know sideways did they, reach, wrong. did they reach the next level this was apparently a bridge too far for the smiths writes french according to fribs luke and oliver smith started yelling at daily about his quality of play and how it was affecting the group oliver went on to make it very clear that his son luke wasn't here to look for golf balls Daly, I'm sure, rolled the eyes so hard you could hear it. He turned his back <laughs> because I would have. Yeah. I'm just reading it. <laughs> Daly then turned his back, walked away towards the eighth tee. It was at that point that Luke Smith allegedly jumped on him and started throwing punches. Fribs, who had already left the green and was at the eighth tee box, saw the fight, ran back to try and break it up, but was rebuffed by Smith's father slash caddy, Oliver, who allegedly was waving a putter at Fribs and anybody else with an eye on jumping into that fracas. And yes, if you're thinking, no, according to a, a PGA section official on site, that's just what happened. <laughs> he was keeping people at bay, swinging the straight stick. Wow. The group behind Daily Fribs and Smith saw what was going on, so they called the pro shop. When officials came to break up the fight, Daly was asked whether or not he'd like to press charges. What do you think he said? Apps a freaking lootly. I had my back turned. I was jumped from behind. So both Daly and the Smiths were taken back to the clubhouse by the staff. Luke Smith got to got to leave under arrest. He was bailed out shortly thereafter. Fribs got to play on. There's a shock. He played on with a PGA section marker walk, playing with him, but failed to advance. On his 10th hole, the police actually came down to the fairway and walked with him to get his statement. <laughs> you may not believe this, but Fribs did not make it into the tournament. <laughs> How is that possible? They did, however, very kindly reimburse him for his entry fee. That is nice. Remember when, see, now you take that whole scenario, right? And then you juxtapose it with years ago in the Ryder Cup. Jack Nicholas sinks a really long putt. And now Tony Jacklin has to sink a four-foot putt to tie and have the match. Mm -hmm. And Jack walks up as he sinks his putt, takes his ball out, picks up Tony Jacklin's marker, and hands it to him. He concedes the putt. They end in a tie. Wow. As they're, as they're walking off, Nicholas puts his arm around Tony Jacklin and says, I am not making you hit, I'm not making you hit a four-foot putt to tie a match. That's just not right. Wow. Juxtapose those between. Yeah, just take a look at that. 
<sighs> okay, are you ready? Are you sitting still down? Love the first part of go- the second part of golf. <clears throat> this other part is probably getting ready for paid TV. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, this is this is an ad from the past for some margarine, oleo style margarine. Wow, that dates us, right? Because we both know what it is, <laughs> right? Now, here's the thing: it's a little girl who's you can't spreading. It's not oil. Who's, <laughs> who's spreading some on her bread? Yeah. And she's got this look on her face. Oh, what a lovely look. And the headline is... It looks cuter on a young girl, by the way, than an old guy. Yeah. The headline is, you're eating a pony. Wait, it gets better. Dickman's horse fat spread. It may be a surprise to little Nenifer here, but it isn't news to choosy moms everywhere. <laughs> Dick, <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Dickman's spread is made from the finest fat and hooves money can buy. <laughs> Many of the colts and foals we purchased were sired by thoroughbreds. And while they don't meet racing standards, they sure meet ours. Dickman's renders them into the best equine oleo margarine spread you'll ever taste. Great on bread and toast, delicious on pancakes, and you'll never notice the difference when you use it instead of butter for cooking and baking. Yes, you will. Dickman's spread never chips or balls up. It cuts spoons and spreads like butter, whether warm or cold, and you'll love the fresh flavor. I always hated cold Dickman's, just so you know. Dickman's never tastes stale or horsey. Look... Look, I'm not even to the bed, best part yet. Uh, I always thought, you know, when I have a when I get a spread for my bread, I just want to see does it taste horsey? <laughs> Look for Dickman's spread in your grocer's refrigerated section. It may cost right a, it may cost a little more, but you'll be glad you ponied up the cash in the oh, stretch. Geez. Made from the goodness of ponies. Dickman Rendering and Creaming Incorporated, specializing in animal fats and oils since 1905. 1011 East Slauson, Los Angeles, 11, California. Ew. You're eating a pony. See, enough was a unicorn. That would be cool. Absolutely. Somehow Dickman's and horse food <laughs> just just somehow it fits, doesn't it? Made from the goodness of ponies. This is how stupid we were. Well, I'm not sure we're any smarter now. No, we are no smarter. We're just stupider on other things. Exactly. This is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.